Hello and welcome to this week's episode on Meta Spiritual Talk on the Meta Spiritualist Podcast. I'm your host, Marla, and through today's journey, we have a special guest, Reverend Kamisha Speaks, aka Reverend Blackfire. Since 2018, she has been the national keynote speaker for the Self-Realization of a Goddess Tour. In 2008, she earned a bachelor's degree in business and leadership from Philadelphia University, summa cum laude, and also earned a master's degree in metaphysical science from the University of Metaphysics. Her overall mission is to activate a multitude of women to create the exact desired life of freedom that they dream of. Take a listen. The Meta Spiritualist is guided by the creator of the universe through prayer, meditation, and sound healing. The world that we live in now is like, that's why it's like, it's, it's no limit to what you can create and create a way for you to live the exact life that you want to live. Right, right. You love food, you love to eat. You can definitely have a freaking travel channel a travel blog or blog or whatever. So I started watching this guy who who does that because you know in the travel the travel channel and like the home and garden network and stuff like that like people mostly but YouTube has opened it up so like I, I tune into the black people mm-hmm. and this one guy he is phenomenal with how he edits and I'm like that's what we need to be doing you know like the Marvel agency needs to be doing that <laughs> that's that's what I want to do yeah video editing um I ain't gonna be editing though I'm gonna hire people you to hire do somebody. that yeah well speaking of video <laughs> editing did you like my um my introduction listen when it came on and I was like okay okay now I see you <laughs> that was dope yeah it was dope and it was professional it was like it gave the suspense that something was about to happen you know and then when you came on out it was it was like that energy you brought it to yeah, the stage yeah, yeah. and people it was the anticipation was there like that's was exactly there. what i wanted to create yeah that was right? it was there but guess what i learned that from being coached by a public speaker she taught us you create the cell because mm-hmm. she taught us we to sell from the stage, right? Yeah. You create the sell before you even get on the stage. Right. By you having an introduction. And she was like, don't leave your... Thank you. Thank you. She was like, don't leave your... Uh, you don't have to leave your introduction up to somebody else. You create it. Right. And just, all right, boom, just put this video on. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it would still be nice to have had an MC. Mm-hmm. So that you weren't the one hopping on and off the stage yeah, before yeah. it was time to actually see you. I know, right? Like you just you belong in a green room. I said I want to <laughs> eat this cheese, but I'm gonna take a little bit. Okay. You belong in a green room with somebody feeding you grapes before you go out <laughs> on the stage. Not you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you need That's the funny. you need them fanning you like it's almost time, black fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Kamisha speaks. Right. Cause you just went through a whole rebranding now. I did. How does that feel? It feels amazing. It, it, it feels like a level up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I got a whole new website. I'm about to make another Instagram page for Black Fire Nation. Like it's still all under Black Fire Nation, mm-hmm. but it's just me as a speaker separating myself from Black Fire Nation. 
you know mm -hmm. backfire nation is my tribe yeah it's my your umbrella. soul family yeah we're but, we're I, I look at us as your your babes <laughs> yeah yeah so um So my my social media manager. Well, first of all, my my, my speaking coach and both my social media manager. They both said that you know you you have to separate them mm -hmm. to get to get a more clear um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess perspective to my audience of who I am and what I do. Mm -hmm. So that was another reason why I'm, why I decided to just start rebranding it differently. It's almost like you've created a separate entity. Mm -hmm. So now instead of just Black Fire Nation, you have Kamisha Speaks. Mm -hmm. That's because dope. Kamisha Speaks is is the one who gets booked to come to different to the, come to corporate events mm -hmm. and speak on their stage that's the goal right so right. that's why I did Commandian Throne is a whole ritual I created my own stage first girl why did that thought pop into my head this morning when well, I was that it was when I was on the train coming back from New Haven to New York I was looking at the pictures which I gotta send you a whole bunch of stuff that I took girl I'm like I ain't got I ain't really got no picture yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you what well, I'm I waiting for the photographer because he's almost some two weeks. But he all up in my day going, Sir, where's my pictures at? <laughs> get out of my stories and get the word. That's so funny. But I was thinking about that. It was like, you know, in this day and age, people, they're so like, oh, if, if you won't invite me to your table, I'll build my own. And so you made your own stage. I did. I made my own stage. And that was part of telling it. I did the same thing that I was telling the audience to do. Mm -hmm. Take action. That also takes me back to at the retreat when we did the role play. Mm -hmm. We're writing the script to our own life. Exactly. So you're writing, when you write your business plan out, when you write your mission statement, your vision statement, you're writing out the script of your business. Yes. You know, and so that's what put me in the mindset, like, I have some work to do when I get back home. Because I can see now where the gaps are, and now I need to fill them. You can see where you need to take some type of action. Mm -hmm. You need to make some type of investment. Right. right. And the action doesn't always have to be doing this big thing like I did. Right. right. It could be, yes, let me, um, I don't know, rewrite my script. Mm -hmm. Let me create my audience. Like I said on stage, you, not you particularly, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're, if, you're, if you're not getting enough sales, or you're paying, constantly saying that people don't support you and all this other stuff, give them the money. Okay. Give them the money. Why when you said sales, I heard sales like sales oh, yes, in your that body. Too. Yes. Like you're not getting enough sales to energize yourself yes, yes. to do the work. Yes. You're not pouring into yourself. Yeah. Right? So yeah. you want to get more sales, pour into yourselves. And how do you do that's what I'm saying. You when you pour when you create the story to yourselves mm -hmm. that 
I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> well, yeah, I used the story that I told on stage that my supporters, my Facebook family, my social media family, they love my content so much that they're going to call me and say, Kamisha, we want you to come out here and speak. And guess what? We're going to pay for your flight. We're going to pay. I wrote that. I wrote the script for my audience mm -hmm. instead of complaining about them. Not to say that I don't ever complain. Right. <laughs> no, we're all a work in progress. And it's when you catch yourself, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. Like, people don't realize that when I say, or when anybody says, you know, you know, write down what you want to manifest. You're creating the other characters, too. Right. It's not just you. Right. I mean, that's what filmmakers do. Directors exactly. and, and script writers, they have to first create the storyline by writing a manuscript and then you have a team of people that come in and put the story together in a storyboard form mm -hmm. so that you can see the vision. Exactly. You know, right. so. You're writing everybody's part. Mm-hmm. You see, that was, you know how like you think about what you could have, would have, should have said afterwards? Yeah. Shanari and I talked about that. I'm rolling back and forth in bed like, oh, I forgot to say, because I forgot to make the analogy between the throne being a director's chair. Mm. When I practiced, I said it 10 zillion times when I got up there. I forgot to make that connection that like, the throne is the director's chair. You're directing the script. So, when you left the post office, because everyone who's a fan of you- They know my story. They know your story. When you left the post office, did you see yourself here? No. Okay. I did not see myself on a stage. And why? I think I was thinking too small. Mm -hmm. You know what I thought when I left the post office? I'm going to be doing name interpretations and teaching classes. That was it? Yeah. I didn't think nothing about... Which is crazy because it's in my name. Like, do well as an MC, right? Mm-hmm. Speaker. Yeah. Right. But I, I, I don't know. I, I just didn't see that. I just, all I knew, I guess I only thought in terms of where I knew that I could make enough money to survive. Right. <laughs> it's like, okay, if you leave the post office, you see how much you make enough name interpretation. I know, I haven't made a post about name interpretation in a long time. You probably noticed that. I noticed that. First of all, I don't need to mm -mm. because word of mouth. People come to me that somebody else done got it. They, right. they come to me all the time without me asking for it, right? But I said that to say that I know that when I make a post about name interpretations, mm -hmm. I made enough in one day for a damn near a month. Mm. You know, to survive, mm -hmm. right? I ain't saying rich, but I'm saying to survive. So when I saw that I could do that, that's when I was like, oh yeah, I could just quit my job and do name interpretations, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, and teach my classes. And I did, I did see myself traveling and teaching. Because remember, that was my mantra. Yeah, so I saw, my mantra was, I am a traveling teacher. Mm -hmm. So that's what I saw, me traveling and teaching. I didn't mm -hmm. see me being on a stage. Yeah. Right. <clears throat>
you want to bless the food? Yes, ma'am. I'm about to put this butter on here so it can start melting. Man. So, when you stepped out on faith, when you trusted yourself, you trust the universe, mm -hmm. when you started doing all this stuff full time, how long did it take you to really get it? Like, to see I'm the... still getting it. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, as far as, like, your classes, for example, the course, how long was that period for you to it, make that transition from leaving the post office, your usual day-to-day, -day, like, routine, mm -hmm. breaking, from, breaking away from that and adjusting to your new life mm -hmm. as that teacher? Um... That's a good question. I think I jumped right into it actually. I jumped. Actually, I need that discipline that I had when I first quit my job. Mm. <laughs> I need that discipline back. Because I would get up in the, I would get up early in the morning and I don't know. I just had a schedule. I would do. I would. I had way more structure. It's like now I get up when I want to, which is kind of the point. Right. But I definitely need more discipline. How much time do you spend studying? I spend at least an hour a day reading something. Like right now, I'm reading a book about Akashic Records. And the reason why is because I started to realize that that's really what a name reading is. Mm -hmm. A name reading, birthday reading, and even the way I break down words. The simple fact that I can break down a word and get understanding of the universe from it, that's, Akash, that's reading Akashic Records. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, so when I started, and it's crazy that like, You've been doing this for how long and you didn't realize that that's what that was? Like, and you've been talking about Akashic Records all the time, right? But I never looked at it like, oh damn, like you actually read Akashic Records. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, I'm reading a book right now about Akashic Records. So I read something new every day. At least I, I actually have that on my, I have a schedule that I tell myself eight things on the schedule mm -hmm. and if I complete at least three of them then I'm satisfied with my day this way I don't go to bed feeling like unaccomplished oh you had all this and you still didn't do like no I did at least three things on here that I know makes me a better person mm -hmm. takes care of my health my, my mental so that's that's how I handle my day so I can tell you what's on that list of things to, to do. Yeah, so what's on your list of things to do for a day? <laughs> Meditate. Mm -hmm. Meditate. I actually have on there that I have to make sure that I visualize things for other people too, not just myself. That's what I was saying up on the stage. Mm -hmm. So yes, I pray for my my, uh, my audience, my clients, I pray that they're abundant. I pray that because I'm going to give you the money mm -hmm. that you won't give me. Right. <laughs> right. I pray for, like, whoever pops into my mind, you know? 
you popped into my mind before. Whoever pops into my mind, I start imagining them being happy and laughing and dancing and drinking and whatever. Like, mm -hmm. so that's part of my daily thing. I read something new every day. Good. No, I was gonna say it's because you you helped me through COVID. Well, you took the course through COVID when we was doing it. Yep. But when I actually had had it, mm, good. you were right there. Oh, when you had it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Like think happy thoughts, get you get you the sea moss. Like yes. Yeah, it's a mental thing, right? And what's interesting is I don't know if I did I tell you about the dream that I had. Um, I think I told you. I don't know if I. I don't know if you remember. I don't know if I told you. Now that I think about it, I had a dream that you were with me and my husband, and you was about to have a baby. Yes, but the baby wasn't there. It was like just an umbilical cord, and he was going to cut it. And you said, "Don't. It's not time to do that yet." Mm -hmm. And as soon as you stopped him and said that, I woke up. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of scared. I was like, shit, if I have another dream like that, I need to make sure he ain't cutting off my <laughs> umbilical. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it kind of threw me off a little bit having a dream like that. And I think you had a couple of dreams about me and him, too. Well, definitely, yeah. I can't remember what it was now, but definitely, yeah. So many people have had dreams of me helping them birth a baby. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I looked at that more as you were helping birth me. Mm. So for me, your term cosmic doula went to another level mm -hmm. because you're helping women to grow into their womanhood mm -hmm. to the next level. Even though before you, you know, we've had conversations about my spiritual path yeah. and the things that I came into realization early on, but didn't really apply them because I didn't have the right structure or the guidance there. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of judgment because I was in the Christian church. Mm -hmm. So I look at it as you're, you come into our a woman's life to help them gain their power back. Yeah. That's the goal. To help them gain their power back as I'm gaining mine back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? I'm not anywhere above y'all. You know that. Like, And I say all the time, they have the same struggles as everybody else. It's just that I'm very self-aware. Mm -hmm. You know? I think that's why I'm, see, I'm, I'm noticing myself lately why I... I don't see myself as a clingy person, but I see myself like I do latch on to people that I don't want to let go of. Like, I don't want to lose them, you know? Like, I value friendship. I value teamwork. I value, like, sistership and all of that. And so, I feel like I've latched on to you. That's why every time I, I interact with you, it's Rev, because that's how I met you. Yeah. You know, and all the ladies that I, I went through the course with, it's God, sis. You know yeah, what I'm that's saying? That's how I wanted. So that's how I wanted to be. But I also respect that. I don't 
I don't place you on a pedestal. Right. I admire you and I'm inspired by your work, right? But at the same time, I realize how true and down to earth you are. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people, especially in the spiritual community right now, mm -hmm. spirituality is trendy. It is. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. So, have you ever, I mean, you're on social media, you're very active on social media. Mm -hmm. How does that make you feel to have other people either impersonate you or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, scam other people on with your name? Yeah. Um, and people fall into that. And then we'll get into the trendy part. Yeah. I've gotten this question before. <laughs> or similar. <laughs> similar to it. Well, let's talk about the scam thing first. Okay. <clears throat> and I hope that this doesn't come off too harsh. But this is just <laughs> this is just the reality of it. The people who are really who really bang with me like that, they're not gonna get scammed ever. Right. They know better. They know I'm not coming in the inbox like, hey, how many times have I said that true readers don't need to come to you? Mm -hmm. How many times have I said, I've made posts that said, listen, even when it comes to sales and marketing and business, I don't care if it's in, in the spirit, if it's a spiritual type of business, people find you because, people come to my classes because they had a dream. They had a dream that they were in my class. Right. Right? So that kind of lets them know. They'll be like, where's the link at? Mm -hmm. Because spirit, spirit showed me that I was in your class. Right? So I'm saying all that to say that people that really follow me like that, they know better. Yeah. So if somebody, and there has been people that, well, I'm not going to say people. I think maybe like two people let me know that they paid somebody for a reading. And I'm like, when have you seen me do a reading? Like that type of reading. Not to be cocky, right, but the but readings that's not that your I MO. do is not very easily to duplicate. No. I don't know of any spiritual person that does what you do, to be honest. Like even the people that have gone through um, University of Metaphysics, like in the group. They don't. No one is doing what you're doing. Right. It's not very... It's a true gift. It's, it's not... Uh, it can get trendy, but only for people that really know what they're doing. Like, I'm not the only one that, that does that. I, there's people that I admire that do it. Excuse me, like, um, what is his name? He teaches astrology, too. His name is on, on YouTube. His name is, um, like, Mr. Astrology. No, I don't. I'm not aware of okay. who he is. But he does it too. That's what I'm saying. To do it, to do it on the level that I do it, that he does it, seven. <coughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Be good. All right. Could you I want another one? Okay. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. Did, did you want I'm good. No, you're good, all right. Have you, do you know who Seven is? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look him up now, Mr. Mm -hmm. Astrology and Seven. Seven does it. He does it very well too. 
I know when I see somebody that, that does it and it's a gift versus somebody that's just copying on somebody else. I can see it. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I can see it is because they don't do it consistently and they can't do it with every single word. Right. They do it with really easy things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Government. Right. <laughs> All right. Govern. Control. Meant mine. Mm -hmm. You know? But when I see people do it consistently and then like uh, Mr. Astrology, that might not be Santos Bonacci. That's his name. Santos Bonacci? You wanted to send me that. Oh yeah, I think I might have shared a few. I might have, I might have talked about him in class, but uh, not only does he, he's like me and Gigi in one person. Oh wow. Okay. He like me because he do astrology too. Yeah. So he can pull the words out and show you the astrology in it. Now I can do that on some level, but because he understands astrology like Gigi does, yeah, he on a whole nother level. I love GD. He on a whole nother level. <laughs> Girl, we could, we could, Gigi definitely, um, that's my sister. Mm -hmm. It's no doubt in my mind that we travel together, like cosmically. Yeah, I believe it. So let's talk, talk about the trendiness of spirituality. Mm -hmm. Why do you think it is? And why is it the most Why has it become trendy? Mm -hmm. Let me take a sip of water. I think it has uh, become trendy because the universe, we're at wherever we are in this story of the universe, uh -huh. we're at the part where we start to remember that we're a creator. That's what I think social media is too, is realizing that you're a creator, right? Because um, now content creator goes on people's resumes. Okay. Yeah. And you can literally get paid to just be yourself. If you have a, if you have an interesting enough personality and you ain't afraid to get on the camera mm -hmm. and people just love watching you, you done made a video and got a million views, right? You got brands pitching at you. Hey, since you got a million followers, let me go on and give you yeah, some new kicks. Exactly. <laughs> right? They drop, I don't know how many thousand dollars to mention them in the video. Like, But yeah, I just think that we're in this place where we're starting to realize we are a creator. And that's manifesting in a lot of different ways, but mostly it's through the spiritual lingo. I mean, even in Christianity. They're using the, I was driving past a church and I saw something about manifestation on the board. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I was oh, like, wait a, wait a darn minute. Listen, the church done turned into Kirk Franklin, okay? <laughs> you know, when back in the 90s when Kirk Franklin started using rap and hip-hop mm -hmm. beats and stuff mm -hmm. to get the attention of the youth, Yeah, the church is starting to use things that they deemed were so uh, quote unquote witchcraft mm -hmm. or you know yeah. yeah because for real for real manifestation is like magic mm -hmm. like it literally means to make something appear mm -hmm. right I think the etymology of it means to make something appear but 
yeah so it's trendy because the universe said it's time for us to realize that we are creators now how deep we go within that is up is is up to us yeah now do you think that it's a phase that is going to fade away that it, eventually people who aren't as spiritual as they are portraying to themselves to be on social media that it's not going to be as prominent pretty soon i do well i don't know if it's pretty soon but i think the trend is going to it might not even be in our lifetime because we go through cycles <laughs> right so with, even with universal law let's just look at the zodiac we go through cycles of out and in like one side of the zodiac is all about the internal the other side is about the external so we go through these cycles of forget and remember like it's just always a cycle of in and out up and down on and off right and left yeah. so it's like eventually the, we're going to get back to that place where we done forgot that we're creators not everybody it depends I feel like I feel like it depends on how deep you went with it when you had the chance to mm. that's now that's deep because I never really believed in reincarnation mm -hmm. until now wow so I've been putting it out there that honestly I would want to come back <laughs> as a woman you would or want to? I want to okay yeah I want to look like how I look mm -hmm. um there would be personality traits in my parents mm -hmm. that I would want changed in order for them to be more loving towards each other, thus more loving towards me and my brother. Right. You know. And I think that's where the generational curse breakers are. Absolutely. Because if, if you want to come back You're doing to, it now. Yeah. You create your reincarnation now just by saying that. Yeah. I don't want to cry. Because <laughs> I felt it. I felt that. I literally just put like that you're right like you're picking your new parents right now, and I love everything my parents. is happening now. And this is what I mean by oh, that's so that's so sweet. I love my parents and I love yeah. my siblings. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Ooh, you just. It's interesting me watching it because I just never know what I'm going to say. And I'm just talking, right? I'm just letting spirit. Yeah. But you never know what you're going to say that's going to tap somebody right in the heart. Boom. <laughs> no, that was, that was, whoa. <laughs> I'm going to be in my hotel room. <laughs> Get it all out. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yes. Yeah, you so together now? You okay? I'm good. <laughs> so. So yeah, that's what I that's what I see now. It's like I would want to come back. Just a few aspects that change, mm -hmm. in order for that that love and acceptance and support mm -hmm. to be there. You know. Yeah. But what I was going to say was like, what I said 
a few minutes before I sat there about the people that will remember when they reincarnate. It depends on how deep they went this time, right? So when I said everything is happening now, that's something trendy that's in the spiritual community. But it's like, do they really understand that, like, the fact that everything you just said, like, you literally created it right now? Right. And sometimes I'll be like, mm, I don't know if people really, 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 really get that. No, I don't think so. I think it just sounds very trendy to say. It sounds very guru-ish. Yeah. You know? No, that's where the cherry picking comes in. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Well, how can I be creating it right now if I'm yet to experience the new life? Right. But you create the new life that you want to experience. Right. So, constantly. Yeah. Constantly you're doing it. Right. And that's why when y'all go through the whole course <clears throat> and y'all take the quiz and y'all take a vow, because remember, y'all took a vow. Yeah. Y'all get a crown. Because everybody not going to do it. Mm. Can I just say this too? As an alumni. I should not have forgotten my crown. I think I, at the last minute, I think I reminded y'all. Bring your crown. I must have missed that because I've been all over the place. Yeah. But it's like, okay. If you know you're going to be somewhere where there is a physical throne. Right. For you to sit yeah, in, your yeah. ass better have your crown. Well, those the two crowns that I had, I bought them from home because Brittany asked me. Brittany was like, when I made the post, I said, bring your, bring your crown. She was like, oh man, I already left. Do you have any extra ones? I said, yeah, I got two extra ones, so I just bought them with me. Mm. But see, this would have been great if when I when I had an assistant. My assistant, I, I want an assistant that like knows everything in and out. So I don't gotta think about it. But she would have knew. She would have been like, let me tell the alumni to bring their crown. I'm gonna get that on. But yeah, the crown. Or they would have had the ones for the alumni that was gonna be there ordered. <laughs> right. Just ready. Okay, turn it back in. Right. Because you have your own that you got when you graduated. <laughs> True. I, I love the fact that though, I love that y'all came through though, man. Like, and it wasn't just y'all wasn't in there like lightweight. Like, y'all was heavy on that front row. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And that really that made my day. You came to support, right? You came to network, right? You came to mingle, right? Uh, you came for the energy. This is what I'm saying. When, when I when I talked about as a business owner at the beginning of my presentation, and I said, I want you to think different than majority of entrepreneurs. I want you to understand making making decisions based on energy. Yeah. That's what's going to make you different. So when you go to an event or you invest in it, make an investment like this, it's not about the money. It's not about what you're going to learn. It's about who you going to rub shoulders with when you get Listen, because everything that I come in contact with wins. Come on now. Everything that I'm attached to wins. I love that information. Yes. I love that spell. Yes. Yes. Because if you're not winning, that means I'm not winning. Right. 
And I think that's why it was so hard for me. You know what I went through last year when I came back home from that retreat. That's why it was so hard for me to... That's all right. We good. Thank you. I can move this from you if you're done. Okay, yes. Thank you. This sauce is like so good. You like it? I love it. Okay. Were you done with yours or are you still? No, I'm still nibbling. Oh, I'm going to eat this last shot. No, but I didn't immediately feel the change from Mm -hmm. the retreat. But I know that others saw the change. Mm. And they couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. So, what's next? What What's your um, your vision for, or what are you preparing for for the next event? Like, how how long do you feel that this is going to be what you take on the road before you evolve into the next level? Right. So, <clears throat> when I first started planning for Command Your Throne, I was still kind of like. I don't know if I want this to be a yearly thing, like self-realization. I forgot how I travel and all that. But the way it was, Listen. I was like, yeah, girl, I'll do this over and over and over again. Absolutely. So I feel like, at least for right now, maybe I'll make it an annual thing. And it may not be annual in Philadelphia every time. This is home. Oh, you, it, said you think I should? I think you should. It this just seemed like it was so hard home. to sell tickets. Nah. I think that once people know, and I don't know, I don't know, something, being here for me, I don't know if it's the city life that I like the most, but I've always wanted to come to Philly and I never had a reason to. And now that I have a reason to, I'm like, I want to come all the time. You want to come every year. I'm like, listen, where where can I buy an apartment and and Airbnb it out? That would be a dope thing, like, for every year, for this to be something that alumni come to every year mm-hmm. because I want to celebrate y'all accomplishments too I want to bring y'all up on the stage and be like I'm ready and this is what they doing and this is what she doing listen you know I mean? I'm, I'm going to I'm going to affirm right now that the meta spiritualist aka Marm is going to be on the commander throne stage next year okay well yes. claim it yes <laughs> <laughs> if Shanari can do it I can too that's right <laughs> and that's Gigi right. Yeah, so, you know, I want it to be, I think, I'm pretty sure I want it to be a yearly thing. But getting people, getting them tickets sold, you know, I promoted that for two months. I know. Because Spirit told me when to promote that. And I I forgot how it happened. It don't even matter how. Somehow I got a date Mm -hmm. and I heard, like, start this day for promoting mm-hmm. and I talked about that command throne every single day. you sure did I'm so proud of you I was like damn she's consistent every day but and this could just I know all right spirit spirits like they have gratitude okay, yeah I do but I still was like damn I expected to sell more tickets than that and the reason why is because I started promoting way earlier and I bought two other speakers in Right. You know what I mean? So I was just kind of like... And I know that Shaneri was promoting. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And then when I got there, I found out it was a couple people here. Well, I know one in particular that knows Gigi. Yeah. I saw her go up to Gigi. Yeah. And Gigi's like, oh, you came. Yeah. 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 So... 
I just my expectations because I kind of felt like the amount of tickets that I sold that's normal yeah self-realization of a goddess in Philly I could usually get 20 people there yeah you know that's about how many people was there yeah about 20 people there y'all was damn near 10 of them I know <laughs> right and we most of us came out of state from out of state I know I think all of us did so, Erica right. Brittany me and Shaneri mm -hmm. Lynette and everybody came from out of state. Cheryl. Even Kamina, even though she's from here, yeah, she drove in, she flew in from Florida, mm -hmm. right? So if we take y'all out, because y'all's there for support, and it was only maybe like another 10, 12 people, yeah. And that's what kind of made me be like, do you want to keep having events here in Philly? But guess what? I might not even live here in Philly next year. Because remember, I'm thinking about moving to Florida. Mm -hmm. Very much so. But in fact, this morning, I keep hearing songs about moving. Mm -hmm. First, I kept hearing, and I'm talking about just in my head, like not out loud. Not out, yeah. Yeah, I will wake up in the morning, and this would be the song playing in my head. Mm -hmm. And it was, um, keep on uh, Oh, that's my jam. Yeah. And then this morning I heard, um, I like the way you move. And so then I was like, why do I keep hearing songs about moving? So I'm like, okay, I, I really want to go. Yeah. It's just me taking action to go. To go. And you were born and raised here in Philly, right? Have you lived any other place? Always here. Always here. Wow. And I feel like me moving, that's a ritual in itself. You know, that's that's me taking action and saying that, no, I wanna I wanna experience like Kamina loves it in full. She hated coming here. She's really? Like, it's dirty here, it's the, the people. Let me take your place. Yeah, you can take it. Okay. You guys done with this? I think yeah, so. I'm done okay. with that. Right. Thank you so much. Yeah, Can no we problem. get the, you want a dessert or anything? Mm -hmm. Can we get the check? Yep, gotcha. Thank you. She's like, oh, they don't, they don't do this in Florida. Girl, take your ass back then. <laughs> <laughs> that's, gonna, like, that's gonna be in the recording. Know, like, her ass. Go ahead on the back there. But yeah, you know, I want to be some. I want to be. I want to be in my hotel. Not my hotel. I want to be in my apartment. And I'm like, I'm just going down to the to the uh, my pool, y'all. Yeah. Maybe I'll go to the beach today. Yeah. You know, that's the life I want. Why not? Why not? Did you cut your locks? I did. I was wondering. I was like, they were longer last year when we were together. Because they started coming out. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, they was coming. It's starting to grow back now, like in the back. Yeah. They definitely started coming out. It's cute. Like a cute vibe. Thank you. Mine is finally started to lock. I, I had see. a couple. I had a couple unravel. I went too long without a retighten. Mm -hmm. And... She hooked me back up. I was like, oh. how often do you go? Once a month. Once a month. Like every three weeks. But there was the last time I waited, like almost five weeks. And I had this one behind my ear and one other one that came undone. I was like, okay, they're not all locked yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. You're using a card or cash? A uh, card. Okay. You got it? Okay. You was moving like you had it. I'm I like, guess. I didn't want to assume. 
I'm moving, girl. <laughs> moving, I'm making moving. that move. I don't argue with people about buying me food. <laughs> right, Chris? I, I don't like arguing with people, period, about I know, anything. That's right. <laughs> Count me out. Thank you. Uh, you need a receipt? Yes, please. Okay. You ladies have a great day. Hopefully, come back and see me again sometime, all right? All right. Okay. Thank you. Oh, yeah, you could write that off. <laughs> we could do some business. Got you. Yes. That makes sense. And you you didn't have to pick me up from the thing. You took your time out of your day oh, to spend some time yeah. with me. So, this is the least I could do, too. Oh, yeah. Well, I figured, you know, you were still in town. You know what I mean? Yeah. Girl, my last ticket, I was supposed to actually be on getting on the train right now oh to, to come, come back to come oh back. yeah so you would have got back like six o'clock yeah and then your flight leave at like four o'clock in the morning yeah and i wanted well I, my original plan was to stop in new york because i have a friend who does podcasting too that i met on the rolling stone culture council and um i hit her up last early last week because she's always on the go um, and I said, hey, I'm going to be in New York. Because I, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to stop in New York yet. I was still on the fence about it. So I said, you know what? I'm going to stop in New York. I'm going to spend some time. I'd love to come in like, hang out with you. She said, oh, shoot, girl. I am in Chicago for the week. I was like, ah. So the more I thought about it, I was like, do I really want to spend all that time in New York? Right. And then... That's why I was like, nah. Sunday, I was like, no. I'm going to go ahead and, and change my, my ticket. So I went to the thing yesterday. They changed my ticket. Did they charge you to change your ticket? Yeah, it was more. It was a little more. It's okay. It was business, you know. <laughs> Everything is like, it's business. It's business. <laughs> and so, um, but the crazy thing is, I had a moment today. When I was looking at the time and I kept getting turned around and lost in the subway, I was like, damn, I probably should have left at five so that I could have time to walk and not get winded. Not have anxiety and all. Oh, I was stressing. But it worked out. And you know what? It literally was like the angel numbers. Where's my phone? The angel numbers were like popping. I was taking pictures and some video. This is me by the big bull. Oh, that's a dope. Yo, that's a dope picture. Because you being a tourist and all. And it's funny because I'm going to research the meaning of this, but I have my Pumas on. Mm. And they're red. Mm -hmm. My favorite color. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because, you know, in Spain, when they do the, the bull run, mm -hmm. a lot of them wear like either red scarves they'll wear all white or they'll wear like a red shirt some people wear red sneakers and they run away from the bulls the bulls come charging have you ever seen the bull run look it up it's funny because people get hurt some people get killed what the hell are they doing it for a sport it's been yeah it's been a sport and a tradition of spain and so they they go on the bull run um but this was the and I wonder if the red got to do with something with, that the bull sees. It's kind of like a target. Like a lot of them tease tease the bulls with that color. Okay. Yeah. And so, like in Spanish, in I know in uh, like Guatemala and 
South America when they have the matadors and the bull fighting, they use the, it's an art to use the, the red cloth to entice them or tease them. It's sad though, because <laughs> then they end up dying. Yeah. But, and it was on this vehicle. What kind of, what, oh, that's a Lincoln? It's a Rolls Royce girl. Oh, wow. Literally, as soon as I came out the street, this little tunnel, it was like a narrow little tunnel that I took, I turned right, I saw that vehicle, and then I looked to my right, and down the next street, I saw 777. Mm. And so, when I saw that vehicle, I looked up, and I saw the line of people waiting to take pictures with the bull. And I was like, okay, I'm in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in alignment. Um, but I took a picture of the front of the rose. Mm. And it's funny because that's the one I want. That exact one? Mm. I want it all black, so black on black on black. Everything black. But this is the young lady that I went to New Haven to visit. Okay. She looks like a sweetheart. She is. She's so smart. She's such a bright young lady. But I've been catching all the numbers. Like, I'll be taking pictures of I'll, I'll, You know what? When you show me those, I said, this girl probably got 10 zillion pictures. <laughs> license, of people's license, license in her <laughs> And then I took a video of me walking from the train. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something like with that. Like on TikTok, that. they be doing it. Girl, your phone about to die. I know. <laughs> I yeah. charge it soon. But yeah. And then I have this picture of me walking to the train station. Yes, uh, Monday morning. Is those hills? No, they're flat. Oh, it's flat. I shouldn't have brought them up because when I wore them, my feet hurt so bad when I got to the train station. I, I put my um, sneakers on him. So I was like, I should have just wore my sneakers the whole time. You ain't mind wearing no sneakers at the damn thing. You was like, listen, I'm gonna keep the, I'm got these sneakers on, okay? You know what? I was, <laughs> I thought about it, and I was like, this is me. This is who I am. Be you? Yeah, absolutely. You know? And there's times where I want to be like really dressed. Yeah. But then it's like. I want to remix it because I got the juice, you know, like I, got I feel, the juice. yes, that's right. I can wear whatever I want, whenever I want. That's <laughs> it. When, because when Shanari goes, Kamisha told me not to get on the stage with these these shoes. She has some 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 sneakers. Yeah. No, ma'am. No, I was like, oh, I hope she don't say nothing to me about my Puma. No, you wasn't on the stage. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a little bit different. You wasn't on the stage. How about me being on the stage with these damn slides on? Until I realized, oh shit, let me change my shoes. Nobody said anything. I ain't like those shoes. I ain't like how they look on the picture. They look like old lady on the picture. I was looking at the picture like, that's how those shoes look. <laughs> they look like somebody's grandma. Yeah. And I'm down dropping in all of with these damn grandma shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> So what what's the next two to three months looks like? Oh yeah, you did ask me that. I forgot. Oh man. Well, my my focus right now is getting this getting this mentorship coaching program, getting it going. 
You know what I mean? I made the offer on the stage. That was just kind of like practice, really. Yeah. You know, to have the the practice to say it's worth twenty one ninety five. But today I'm gonna give it to you for nine ninety nine. Yeah. It took courage for me to say that. Really? Yes, and and and, and fully believe that no, this is worth this. You know what I mean? Yeah, this, yeah. this is actually worth more than a thousand dollars. You yeah. know what I mean? Again, that's why I said that was a whole. Y'all just watched a whole ritual go down. No. Nice. Thank y'all for coming, but that was a ritual that just happened. And you made all of us rich in the building. Come on okay. now. Come on now. Yes. Exactly. Right. Yes, because even the babies were changed. What babies? Oh, your nieces and nephews okay. that were there. Yes. 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 How about that? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, that's the main thing that I'm focused on right now. I did get one person that signed up. I had about three people come up to me and say they were going to do it. Mm -hmm. um, then I sent an email out that night reminding them, hey, this is still available. This price closes on Monday at midnight. Only one person actually followed through with that. So now I'm kind of tussling with myself. Like, do you stick? You got to stick to it. You said this is the price until Monday. Mm -hmm. If y'all didn't follow through, but then I'm like, because another girl had uh, sent me a message. She said, hey, send me the link. Mm -hmm. So when I sent it to her with the information, she was like, oh, I thought you said it was $90, $99 a month. She was in the virtual though, so remember they couldn't see the screen. Right, right. So if you wasn't listening right, then you might—I don't know what you—they might have missed it. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I'm kind of like, maybe should I extend it sometime? No. Stick, stick to your guns. That's what I say. That's what we talked about we afterwards talk about too. That. We did talk about that. So how about that? Like, how did it feel to have everybody around your, oh, your so kitchen cool. table? I know. That I did not imagine. Mm -hmm. I mean, kind of I did because when I when I first started Black Fire Nation Alumni, I did see that. Like, I see <laughs> what I see for Black Fire Nation. I told you. I see, like, some secret society type stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I was telling uh, Erica, I wanted to be to the point where you can't just take the, you can't just pay for the course and take it and now you're alumni. Yeah. No, you were telling me too. You yeah. talked about You got to know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. Mm -hmm. Invitation only. Because then it's not about the money. Yeah. Right? Because I know that what you're going to get out of it is, is not enough money. It's not right. enough money in the world that can actually pay for what you're going to get out of it. So, yeah, you could get into it for free, but you got to know, you got to go through you got to fill out, fill out an application. They got to go through a board. That's what I'm trying to be on. That's the level. Yes. And I wanted to be to the point where if you alumni, and there's chapters all over the country, and you, you know, on the application, you, Black Friday Nation is an LLC, so you can put, you know, whatever associations that you're associated with, mm -hmm. you put that on your, and somebody see that, just like sororities. Yeah. And they like, oh, you alumni? Okay, you go on this pile over here, sis. Yes. Okay, California chapter, here we come. Right, how about that? How about that? Right, because you know that if, if, you, if you're looking at their application and you see that they're alumni, you know that they're self-accountable, you know that they're self-realized, you know that they own their shit, for the most part. Yeah. Because you know what I mean? You know what I mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> I 
know what you mean. Do you think it's easy for some spiritual people, spiritualists, to teach but not apply it to Absolutely. themselves? Absolutely. Why do you think that is? Because, especially in social media, um, people ooh and ah over just whatever make their ears tingle. Mm -hmm. And they don't always look for the actual manifestations. You know, like, mm -hmm. again, this is not arrogance, this is confidence. My life is proof that I'm applying it. Right. I think I started following you in 2018. That was when I first kicked off Soul From Six. Never got it. Yeah. That's when I started following you. Right. So think about whatever I was doing and saying at, at that time. And then you just left my event and I'm on, and I'm on stage. Right? Yeah. Well, you know them by know. the fruit. You know them by their fruit. Right. And if they're not producing valuable fruit or viable fruit for themselves, how can it, I mean, you can learn from their mistakes, but at the end of the day, you, it's like going to, I think we've talked about this. It's like going to somebody who do nails. The first thing you're going to look at is their nails. Right. Somebody who does hair. Okay. If your hair is fucked up, why should I trust you with mine? Right. So yeah, to me, but after a while, it's like, you don't really know. That's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. You talk about it, talking about it knowing it and applying it these are all different things what's the difference between you just copying and pasting what somebody else said and me? yeah regurgitating or yeah. reiterating what someone else said to me that's how i see it and, and it could all be coming from her but if you're not applying it then you're basically just copy and paste you're a copy and paste guru yeah because you don't have any proof that you're actually applying this, this right so how if you're not applying it how do you hold your students to a particular, to a particular standard? Right. How are they really going to grow? How can I inspire? That's another reason why I did what I did. How can I inspire y'all if y'all don't see any growth from it? Right. Why would you continue to follow me? Right. Why would you continue to support I'm me? I'm going to tell you right now, Rev. I, I rock with you. I'm rocking with you till the wheels <laughs> fall off, okay? <laughs> so serious. Yeah, so it's like, yes. Everything that I said, you, you might have heard it because I might have said it over here. Or I might have said it over there. Yeah. But everybody that was in there, like uh, somebody, people are texting me and sending me emails and they're like, dang, I never made the connection about the inner voice. Here I done did a whole TikTok. Yeah. But everybody not watching every single thing I write. Right. I mean, I don't see how you have time to post all day. Girl. Because <laughs> I'm like, I know that I'm in marketing, but... I'm so used to, and I think I told you, I'm so used to being behind the scenes that now I'm I'm really trying to get more out there. Um, and so this whole social media stuff, I'm like, who has an hour to edit a 30 second TikTok video? Cause it's like, I'm sitting there looking for the right music trying to splice mm -hmm. and then something don't work so I have to start all over again. <laughs> People don't realize this shit is work. It's hard. work. It's work. Even just coming up with the ideas. Even just, you know, I got a bunch of um drafts. Mm-hmm. I gotta get back. Okay. But I um, I'm ready when you are. Okay. We can, so I'm we can start wrapping up.
I got a bunch of drafts, you know, in my TikTok from me. Every time I get an idea, I just report it in a draft mm -hmm. so that I can go back. But just coming up with the ideas by itself. That's why I hired a social media manager. Wow. Because. Now, is she local? That person no. local? Okay. But I have a meeting with her tomorrow. So I'm going to tell her this package that I'm putting together. $21.95. Maybe I might do a sale every now and then to the thousand mm dollars. -hmm. But um, I, th that's where I'm at, and, and that's and that's what I want her to understand that this is what I'm promoting. So I need to I need her expertise to tell me what kind of content. And then also with me paying for the um, the public relations, the podcast, their video podcast. Mm -hmm. So. Cause he, that's how he, that's how he sold it to me. He's like, yeah, you got all these followers on TikTok. You're about to get ten podcasts, and you can cut these up. Yeah. You gonna have a bunch of. I content. need to meet with that person, <laughs> for real. Yeah. I need, I need, I need some help on growing my audience and making making the meta spiritualist more like. I see the meta spiritualist, my role in it more as like Oprah. I love having the spiritual conversations. Yes. The aha moments. I need to come up with a different phrase, mm -hmm. but it it invigorates me to use my journalism hat to really connect with people. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So I looked at it. I looked at like the ten podcasts as this is easy content because mm -hmm. guess what? All I'm gonna do is send it to her. Mm -hmm. Cut these up. This one I'm gonna tell her tomorrow. Whatever you see fit, you you about to get ten. You about to get a bunch of content. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna send her videos from the from that. Mm -hmm. Be on the stage speaking. Like she gonna have a bunch to work with. So you have a Gmail email, right? Is it Blackfire Nation 360 at Gmail? my personal Gmail? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna. I'll share a photo with you once I dump all the pictures and stuff that I took in the video. Of me on stage. Okay. Cause what I was trying to do, it's kind of low, so the angle is like up like this. Yeah. But I pretty much recorded the whole thing. <laughs> For real. Okay. So. Yeah. What you gonna do with it? I don't know, but <laughs> I'm gonna send it to you first, <laughs> so you have it. <laughs> but thank you so much for sitting down and talking with me. What would be one thing? that you would say to our listeners at this particular moment in your life to encourage them on their path? Mm. Take your dreams seriously. And I mean that in every way. I mean that in the way of, oh yeah, follow your dreams. Like, no, really. Follow your dreams. Follow your dreams, both literally and spiritually. Mm -hmm. Someone asked me, at the event what keeps you going like what keeps you motivated I just told you my dreams mm -hmm. everything that I'm doing I, I've seen it in my dreams and so if people just took that way more seriously your confidence is going to skyrocket mm -hmm. right because you've already seen it so why wouldn't it be true why wouldn't it right and it's so funny because this song says something in the way you move. We talking about moving again? I gotta move. Yes. I'm glad you caught that. 
one more thing before we go. Okay. Me putting the words together, I've realized that. So you know, I came out to N I G G A S in Paris. That's yeah. The, that's the name of the song, niggas in Paris. Uh huh. And the shoes that I had on were called Dreams Paris. Like the brand. Yeah. Then I had bought these earrings. I got it from the little, the tiny store. Yeah. But these were called Dreams Plus, like the brand. And so I just was like, first of all, everything had to do with dreams. Everything had to do with, with dreams. Uh huh. And then I just connected it to the song that I came out with. I don't know how to piece it all together. I just know it's related. It can, yes. Oh, it can, it flowed so beautifully. Yeah. Yeah, and, and to me, the the center of it, I guess the point I'm trying to make about with the shoes, with the earrings, with niggas in Paris, with me talking about dreams, the dreams is the center of everything. That's where your Akashic records are. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's when you go to sleep, right? It shows up outside of you too. Yeah. But when you go to sleep, that's when spirit is really like, wake up, girl. Right. You know, I'm trying to tell you something. Yeah. So yeah. I'll start I'll start journaling my dreams. I did call you out there. You was like, why would you call me out like that, bro? I called you by name too. You I was sure like, did. But it's so funny because Shanari and I had a conversation in the bathroom before the whole thing started. Yeah. And I was telling her about how I was, you know, feeling with my body and yeah. eating right and stuff like that. And she was like, Are you watching what you eat or are what how does she say it? Are you watching what you eat or are you eating what you watch or something <laughs> like that? And so she was like, I'm going to have to use that on stage. And she did, but she was like, I'm not going to call you out. And then, boom, later on in the event, oh, you called me out. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So y'all both called me out. We did. We did. Well, thank you so much, Rev. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for lunch. You're welcome. Here she is, I'm going to go back to this room and knock out. I know you are. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode on the Meta Spiritualist Podcast. We hope that this episode provides you with clarity, guidance, and comfort on your spiritual path or faith walk. To dial into our frequency, please be sure to follow us on Facebook at The Meta Spiritualist, Twitter at Metaspirit21, and of course, on your favorite podcasting platform. Also, we'd like to invite you to visit our website at www.themetaspiritualist.com. Right on the homepage, you can listen to the podcast, learn more about our platform, and soon we will have a spiritual shop for all of your metaphysical and spiritual needs. Until next time, we hope that you are in peace, harmony, love, and abundance.